Hello, everyone. This is Ike Patterson, pastor of Life Care at the Summit Church with another one of our Life Care podcasts. And today uh, we have a unique opportunity. I get to speak to one of my best friends. This is Randy Honeycutt from Duke Power. He is the uh, one of the lead inventory analysts for Duke Power, strategic thinker, and my Jedi leadership coach. We get so, breakfast every so once in a while and get the chance to talk about leadership and God and what he's doing in the world. So Welcome, buddy. Not true. So not true. So not true. The friend part, yeah, but not the, uh, yeah, you're the one that teaches me leadership. Yeah. I love his wife as well. Her name is Nikki, and she is such a joy in my life. Grateful for her and their two beautiful kids, Cash and Dixie, who bring such joy into this wonderful family. They're in our church as well, so we're very happy to have them here as part of the summit. Hey, man, I ask you to come because uh, in the years that we've spent together, we've talked about this. How, when, many, how many years have we spent together? That's uh, a good question. I've been here 11 years. But how many times How many times have we spent together? We Probably spent, about eight years. Yeah, we spent some time together. Yeah. So we meet every so often for breakfast. Yes, we do. Where you teach me things. <laughs> That's not true. That is true. I can teach you how to eat. That's for yeah. sure. I thought this was where you were going to teach me today. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Okay, before you violate my trust, let's talk about how people experience the violation of trust in their lives. And what are some key areas that you've experienced in your life on uh, with this aspect of a violation of trust? Well, two two things, uh, and you and I talked about this, but two things that really come to mind right off the bat is is this institutional trust, system, trust, organizational trust. That's a piece, right? Yes. And then you have personal trust. So this, this, is, a, this is a people. Um, so for me, that's the two things that really, but there's a lot more. There's yeah. just, it's much deeper than that. But those are two big ones that are sometimes hard to swallow. Yeah. And things that, these are the areas that we talk about all the time. And yeah. uh, Jonathan's going to talk about, Pastor Jonathan's going to talk about uh, when we feel like God's violated our trust in, in a few weeks. But uh, right now, let's talk a little bit about, can you talk about institutional trust first? Yeah. What is? What would you say about that? So, you know, sometimes you got to frame what institutional trust is because that's, <clears throat> we use the term and, and maybe maybe uh, people listening or may have some questions around it, but typically that's going to be, you know, um, a leadership group. It's going to be um, elected officials. It's going to be uh, your management team at work. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's, you know, these are these little buckets where they kind of, they kind of set a standard for the way, a status quo for the way that you exist and operate. Uh, one of the first things that pops into my mind is the presidential elections. Yeah. All right. So uh, I remember one election um, coming into work and uh, this is, well, this is one of these, you know, I'll tell you this, but don't tell anybody else. But <laughs> so I have a, <laughs> We'll keep this between us. Okay? Yeah, sure right. we will. Um, but I have a degree in theology, so I don't tell people that much <laughs> because every time you tell somebody that, they go, "Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. You've, oh, you've, you've, you have a, you have a degree," and and they open the Bible to the weirdest possible passage, <laughs> and they go, "What does this mean?" I got a Bible question. Yeah, everyone, and it's not the normal. It's not an easy one. You, you know, it's like what it's like. What is the greatest commandment? You know, Jesus gets the easy questions. <laughs> What's the greatest commandment? I always just love everybody. 
y- we get weird, crazy questions, you know. And so uh, I had one guy come up to me after one of the presidential elections, and he said, <clears throat> he said, uh, and he was serious. I mean, this guy was dead serious. He was he was not playing around. Uh, he kind of we kind of got off to the side, and there was nobody around. He kind of looked over his shoulder. He said, "Look," he said, "Is is he the Antichrist?" Now, there's a couple things that come to mind. First of all. <laughs> Eschatology is the theological term for the study of future things. Yeah. Apparently, this guy thinks that my eschatology is perfect, and that I've got it figured, and that I can predict the future. So he goes, "Do you think he's the Antichrist?" And I'm going, uh, you know, but 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 really, if you think about it, the the problem, the question he was asking was, "Is this guy the Antichrist?" But really, there was a question that was kind of lurking below the surface. Yeah. Can I trust? Yes. This institution. That's right. Can I trust this administration? Is there, or should I be nervous? Right. And we can thank Ken, uh, uh, Tim LaHaye for all of this, oh, yeah. uh, you know, stuff about the Antichrist. But anyway, so he's like, he's wondering if he can even trust this, trust what's happening. Yes. And, you know, this 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 conversation could have happened at the 2008 elections or yes. the 2016 elections because I've heard both <laughs> both of these people with similar scenarios. So people have this nervousness around an institution yes. as far as a political institution, but it also it, it leaks way down and we see other institutions and we go, I've lost confidence. Yes. It has failed me. It's violated me. And I, and I no longer trust yeah. anything. So. That's our culture. I mean, we live yeah. with this regardless of who it is, uh, whether it's presidential or politics or Duke Power or Verizon or or whatever we we all carry around some element of mistrust about everything. So, how have you experienced, uh, or have you experienced ways to reclaim institutional trust? How do we get it back? All right. Well, <clears throat> so there there was there was there was a, there's been a couple, but one comes one particular where it where for me and 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 many people are going to be able to relate to this. It felt like it was uh, someone was waging war, mm-hmm. like the institution was waging war on my trust. And you get to those points where you're like, okay, this is not someone against me. It is against me, yeah. right? Why am I so aided? Right. Yeah, I'm just one person. So anyway, you, but you, you, you kind of get on the other side of that and you go. But I remember uh, one time in particular where, where that particular thing happened. And, and you've got the situation where the lies start flowing. Uh, I remember walking by a particular. I remember walking by a, a desk and looked down, and on my way past the desk into another room, um, there was a paper and I saw my name and I said, "What?" And I picked it up and looked at it, and it was a scathing review of how I had been operating um, uh, and, and doing some things. And I'm going, "Okay." Oh my goodness! I was like, "Okay." So it was like, "Okay." <laughs> When you when you get papers written about how bad you're doing, you know this is this is you have reached new levels. So anyway, I, I remember those kind of those kind of things, and it just felt like you know, hey, this is this is this has kind of hit me pretty hard. Mm. Um, so uh, one time it hit me so bad, I just decided, you know what, I'm 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 leaving. So this institution has failed me. I'm leaving it. And and I wasn't and, and this you know there's there's two different types of leaving. It's like okay, I'm done with this. I walk away. I'm never I'm never gonna, you know, mm-hmm. throw a hand grenade over your shoulder, walk out the door type. Right. Thing. Uh, but instead, I said, okay, I'm gonna leave this, and I'm going to go back to school, and I'm going to learn how to do this right. <laughs> so it's like okay, all right, this is a mess. Okay, I'm gonna go figure out how to do this right. So you go to school, and and while you're there, you start you go. Uh, the the very thing that that I saw up there 
that I was, it's here too. It exists here. It's just in a, it's just kind of in a different package. And, and, and then you start saying, oh no, oh no, it's, it's, I come here to learn. And it's, you know, I heard a guy say this recently. And I, it's in college with me. Yeah. I heard a guy say this recently and I thought it was really good. He said, you know, he said they built a house of cards and I'm like, okay, so they were using Uno cards to build theirs. These people have actual poker cards. So he was like, it's still the same structure. It's just different looks. So, yes. So, and I begin to notice that. And so I, I go, you know, the, the very same system that was creating this, this logic uh, that I come to learn to build a better one is still here. And, and you, and, and, and you watch the, you watch leaders lie and that's a tough one. Yeah. When you see the leader lie and you go, oh no, 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 no. And then you watch this kind of, it almost seems pathological, um, Fear sets in to preserve the status quo. It's yes. like, I, you know, at no cost do you do you let that go. And and sometimes, um, and, and this is this is a different subject. This is a leadership subject. But you know, you know, when 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 process is there, and we're dealing with process, yeah, and people intersect the process, yes. Do you always prefer the people over the process? You bend process for people. And if you keep having to bend the process for people, then you need to revisit the process. And so you start seeing these things and you go, oh, no, oh, no. And, and it just, it began to tear away oh, brother. confidence. It creates a, a recipe for cynicism and bitterness. That's exactly what it does. Yeah. And I've been there. I have yeah. had that very thing, and especially going through, okay, this is whack. I'm going to go learn. Oh, oh, the institution that's supposed to teach is just as whacked. And I'm going you go, what do you do then? You know, well, you become cynical and bitter. That's what you do. That's the answer. <laughs> right. And everybody and everything is against me. Yes. So. Yeah. And, and it's very easy to get, you know, that's a kind of a victim mentality that you can yep. very easily kind of seep into, which doesn't have life in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So, and we're going to talk about just a little bit about, so how do we overcome that? We need to be aware of it. Like you're talking about, we, we must come to the place where we go, okay, this is affecting me, and I'm thinking this way. So capturing the thoughts, I'm assuming we're going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. Well, so. uh, you, all right, I heard, it, I, heard, I heard a guy say this, um, and I wish I could come up with this stuff myself. I just have to repeat what I've heard. So this is what other people have I've heard talk about it. Um, I heard a guy make this statement. He said, you know, if you wake up tomorrow morning and you're a little less bitter and you have a little less hate— yeah. And you're a little less frustrated. And you're a little less. Yeah. It's not that it's all gone. You know, you talked about this yesterday. This was yeah. this when you when you spoke about about forgiveness and forgetting. He said, if it's just can you wake up tomorrow and be a little less? That doesn't mean you don't stand up against dysfunction. That doesn't mean that you don't push against uh, the status quo that is trying to preserve something that is not good for people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that. It just means, okay, I'm a little less bitter today. Yeah. That's a better way to live. It's how we recover. I think so. Yeah. Any illness, when the fever breaks, we're in recovery. Yeah. And yeah. when we are moving past some of the pain of our past, we're in recovery. So if this is one step of I'm, I'm not going to be better today or I'm at least less better, that's that's a great point. So so you, the hate doesn't go away automatically. You mm-hmm. said it yesterday. It's a process. Yeah. It doesn't go away automatically. The bitterness doesn't go away. The, the cynicism doesn't disappear automatically, and, and, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when we wake up and we go, oh, I'm still angry about this. Yeah. And, and you and you start self-judging and you go, well, you, you know, you ought to be grown up enough to get past it. But but what if what if you're just a little bit less angry today than you were yesterday? Mm-hmm. Then celebrate that. 
Yep. That's a better way. Yep. So does this apply to personal trust as well, or is it different? Well, there's kind of a big difference mm-hmm. for me, in my opinion. There's a mm-hmm. big difference. When you deal with an institutional trust, it's a system. Yep. It, 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 can, be, it can be distant, right? It can be there. It can be the administration. It's it can not necessarily be, a who, it's a what. Right, right, right. Yep. When you get the personal trust, now you have flesh, bones, eyeballs that you look into, yes. and it's an object. Yes. And, and, and for me, that's a little bit different because once, once you aim in and it becomes an object, it's, it's, it's a big deal. Um, one, of the, one of the thoughts I had wrote down about this was uh, I had dinner uh, not long ago with, with, a, with one of these great guys. Uh, it's an incredibly cool guy. Um, and I remember him sitting across from the table from me, and he tells me this incredible story that you just uh, you couldn't make it up. In, in fact, if I didn't know him, I would think, you know, you, you just pretty much made this whole thing up <laughs> because it was so incredible. It was this horrible event. It involved a girlfriend. And I'm going, oh, my goodness. And, and, and at the end of it, he looks across the table and he says, should I, should I pray for her? Do I forgive her? And, and you're going, those are big questions. Absolutely. Those are enormous questions. And, and the only thing I could say to him was, you know, the Jesus movement, the central theme of the Jesus movement was that element of, of, of I mean, what Jesus said about his enemies, what he said, how to deal with enemies. Uh, we're 2,000 years past that, and we still haven't figured out what to do with that, right? <laughs> We don't want to hear what he has to say. No, because it erases, because enemies disappear. There are no more boundaries. There are no more borders. There is no more gaps. It's right. it's everybody is the same. And 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 so to hear, he had this incredible object um, in front of him. You know, what do I do with her? Yeah. And 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 do I forgive and do I pray? And I'm right. thinking, wow. Um, and I think that kind of you know that little piece about institutional trust. You know, if you can pray and if you can and if you can forgive just a little bit today and and just. Start somewhere. I, I think that's important. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I mean you, we talk about Jesus. Think about. I think Jesus is probably one of the core pieces here. Um, you, you know, for for a for a a Jewish rabbi, okay, a Jewish rabbi who come through his own culture's religious system, <clears throat> mm-hmm. a rabbinic tradition. Mm-hmm. To eventually be murdered because that same system convinced a government to murder him, and he dies on a Roman execution stake. And you go, what do you do with that? Oh, Jesus says, hanging up there dying, forgive them. They really don't know what they're doing. Wow. You go, what do you do with that? Yeah. What do you do with that? Um, you know, they had this idea that, you know, from their culture that this Messiah was going to come and he was going to deliver them from the Romans. He's going to be like the great David from back in the day. And then all of a sudden it's, uh, no, 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 they're going to take my life and I'm going to forgive them while they do it. That's, that's, that's big. It is. Uh, we don't, you know, that has to be supernatural because human beings, we don't, we don't really know what to do with something like that. Hmm. So what do we do with stuff like that? Well... You, for 2,000 years, we've still been talking about what Jesus did. That's right. So apparently it worked a little bit better than waging war, right? That's right. 
um, uh, you've got you've got the Roman Empire was just it's a history lesson now. That's it. Uh, the Babylonian Empire is a history lesson. The Greeks and Alexander the Great they're a history lesson. The Jesus thing is a movement that people are still interacting with. Absolutely. And and there was there was no war. It was forgiveness. Yeah. And you go, okay, so so that, we, we talk about, a lot of times in the industrial world, we talk about sustainability. That's a sustainable Absolutely. idea. It's consistent, and it's always about life change. It is. Um, you, you know, thinking about hate, a friend of mine gave me a word a couple of years ago called rumination. You, you know, hate, hate, it needs rumination. It has to... You have like an event. It's like the original cold fusion. You know, you have an event that ignites it. But if you have enough hate, it can keep something going from now on. It's perpetual. Yeah, it just keeps it rolling. Mm-hmm. I remember having a conversation with a lady one time, and she was telling me this incredible story. And 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 you could, the, I mean, she, she had details. I mean, it was it was pristine, and I was standing here, and they were standing there. It sounded and they, like yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was very clear. <laughs> very very clear. And you could see the scowl and the and the and the anger and the frustration and the you saw this on her face and, and you're like okay and so you're hearing this whole story and it, it draws out it's a long one and uh, you get to the end and say wow that's just horrible when, when did that happen and it was like years ago <laughs> she still lives in it well hate ruminates that's and right. when it ruminates it just keeps it going and, and you're going oh no. Oh no! You you're waking up today a little bit more bitter today than you were yesterday. Let's let's be it's less. robbing her of life, isn't it, brother? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think that's one of those that's one of those quintessential things that you go, okay, uh, I'm I'm not giving that away to someone else. Mm. So, how do you help others who've experienced failures or setbacks with institutional trust or personal trust? You've given some illustrations. You've talked with people. Um, and, and, in, and in the talking with those people, you're, you're talking about stories of people that have encountered pain. So how do we help them? Well, so in my world, I've been in my, I've been in my work world. I've been there quite a while. Right. Um, and um, there, there, there are certain things I'm responsible for, certain things that I'm responsible for leading. Um, Point person on a lot of things, lots of in other words, lots of stuff come at you every day. Uh, phone call. I, there's not a day goes by. There's not a phone call. There's not an interaction. There's not a question around what do I do here? What is my next step? What is the process? What's my functionality? Constantly getting this. Well, years of experience, I've been able to kind of piece that together. And what happens is uh, you're able to give those answers very quickly. Very quickly, they come to you with a. Uh, I remember the other day somebody called me and I said, "Okay, yeah, here's what we need to do." And I just blah, 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 and tell them, and and they go, "Oh man, that's oh, that was so simple. That's great." But the truth of the matter is, I've had these years of experience. That's now, right. That's great for tactical work. <laughs> <laughs> and my problem is, I take all of that great simplistic tactical work mentality and you apply it to human beings and that doesn't work flesh and blood man it doesn't work <laughs> humans are way more complex than yeah. a series of here you do this 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 and this and yeah. that's it um and so what happens is you get very successful at work and then you interact with somebody and you go oh, here's what you need to do blah, 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 and you give them three steps they go do the three steps and it doesn't work mm. they come back to you and then you give them three more steps and that doesn't work and the next thing they're looking at you you're not but the <laughs> truth of the matter is sometimes they're just complex that's right uh, probably over the past couple of years, I've been introduced to an idea that I probably kind of already knew, but never took much stock in it because it sounded too 
it sounded too fluffy, right? So for me, it was too fluffy. I'd rather just give people a bunch of steps to follow, you know? Uh, you get up from, what do you do from a stage when you get up and teach? Here's three points. You do this, and you're good. Your life's better. You know, this, we perpetuate this idea that we can step people through life. But anyway, so um, the, the, a term, solidarity. And a lot of times we hear this. We hear this term people use, oh, we're standing with you in solidarity, solidarity. Um, and 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 I had some uh, been doing some reading and teaching on this, uh, learning on this stuff. And and the thing that pops out to me it was is this idea of, yeah, uh, I don't I don't have an answer, mm. I don't have any steps for you, mm. um, but I but I've been there, yes, and it hurt like heck, and it made me mad, yeah. and 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 my life was it's trouble, and I dealt with it for two and three years, and I did this. And sometimes just that, yes, and that's hard to do because you're going, oh, okay, yeah, well, you know, uh, if you wasn't such a loser, you wouldn't have these problems. You want to go down that path. But instead, it, it, it's okay to just sit there and go, you know what, hey, I understand. Yeah. And, and by the way, go back, we'll go back to the Jesus thing. And, and, and again, we're taking top shelf stuff, easy stuff. But you want, to, you want someone who has been marginalized, lied about, cheated on, done wrong, murdered, Jesus is this beautiful example that stares back at us from a cross and says, hey, I've been there. Hmm. I, I know what that's like. Hmm. That kind of solidarity yes. that says, I've been where you are. I get it. Uh, I, I don't have an answer. Hmm. But guess what? You're not the first one. You're not the only one. I've been there too. And you don't suffer alone. Yeah, that's right. And, 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 and for some reason... This, this transcends things that science has yet to explain. Hmm. It does something deep in your spirit yeah. that says, okay, all right, I feel better. I've yeah. had conversations <laughs> with people where it's like, hey, I've been there. And they go, and, and you end the conversation, you've given them nothing. You've given them absolutely no steps to follow. And they just simply go, okay, thanks. Man, that was great. That helped me a lot. And you're going, I didn't give you anything. Yeah. But I sit here and said, hey, I understand what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that one, that one there rises to the top over the past couple of years that I think mm-hmm. is so important. And, and sometimes we, we, we got to get back to some of that because we're dealing with complex human beings yeah. that are made in the image of the divine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if we can't relate to them, Jesus is probably the greatest person that can relate to them and says, hey, I was... Lied to by my religious, lied about by my religious system. They took me in the middle of the night through a bunch of fake trials, and 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 till they could find someone who would agree to kill me, and then they killed me. Okay, <laughs> I get it. Institutional distrust, and forgive them. They yeah. really just don't know what they're doing. That kind of men, that kind of language. That's, that's hard. That's hard to understand. Harder, and, and no wonder people question: Was Jesus a real character? Because we've not seen humans like this. We're like, okay, they they, they had to make this guy up. There's no way it's real. And the world system always is about writing people off, dismissing, marginalizing, and moving on. And and, and so let's talk about that because I okay. think this is important. And we didn't talk about this. You mentioned it yesterday during your talk, which, by the way, was incredible, and everybody should listen to that more than more than the podcast, but your converse, what you taught us at, uh, during the service. But it doesn't mean that you take all boundaries down. Right. A boundary doesn't mean you don't love. A boundary just simply means I can love you better from here. 
That's right. Right? That's right. And so you're, you're right. It's not that you write everyone off. That's not the answer. Because these are people created in the image of the divine, every mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not that you write them off. And it also doesn't mean that you take down all boundaries and you say, hey, you got full access to my life. And, and you wind up in a mess, right? Yeah. I mean, that's we don't want to write them off. Mm-hmm. But we also, you, you got to find healthy boundaries. And, and that's that's a conversation for another time. There's much more brilliant people who've wrote books on that that mm-hmm. can explain it more. Mm-hmm. But. Good. So I, I want to ask you this question because you've talked a little bit about this. So. What can be done when you see evil happening to other people that you know will determine their trust in people or institutions? When we see it happening, uh, this is when trust moves out of our world and affects others. So what do we do, Randy, with that? Um, That's tough. Mm -hmm. That's tough. In fact, that animates me quicker than somebody doing me wrong. Being an advocate, I mean, we have a heart toward advocacy. Yeah. Yes, because yes. we're leaders. Yeah, it, it, you know, you can you can chew on me, spit me out, call me everything you want. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I, I'll live through it and get through it. Mm-hmm. But you watch a vulnerable person getting taken advantage by a person or an institution. Yeah. It riles it riles me up. I get very mm-hmm. frustrated around those things, and 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 the and the anger and the hatred of something that didn't even affect me starts to boil, and you mm-hmm. go, wait a minute, this isn't this isn't right. Um, and I don't have a really good, simple answer for it. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing that I know to do is you just simply get in there and, and you, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, we're going to center this on Jesus because there's not very many people who've done it better. But when they have the stones ready to sling at someone else, <laughs> you just simply say, hey, I'm not going to condemn you. Yeah. I mean, th- this was a Jesus moment. I don't condemn you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, this is the greatest opportunity to love. You have a beautiful chance to love that person who's being taken advantage of. You got a beautiful opportunity to love that person, stand up for them, be there with them, put your arm around them, solidarity, those type of things. You get that opportunity to do that. Because here's the point. When when an institution or a person comes at them and attacks them and beats them up and chews on them, their trust in people and institutions is going to go away. Yeah. And you get to be a savior for that. That's why you're there. You get to say, hey, I'm going to love you. That's I'm exactly here right. for you. And I'm sorry you went through this. Yes. Um, and I, sometimes you can say, hey, I've been there. Uh, I remember one I run into, I said, I, you know, I said, hey, I haven't been here, but I got a friend of mine. And, and they've been exactly where you are. I'll connect you. That matters. And, and so people, people need some, some love oh, buddy. from us. And and so when they're when they're when they're being done wrong, yeah, stand shoulder to shoulder with them, wrap your arm around them, and say, "I'm not condemning you. I'm with you." <laughs> and see, this is the joy of being a Christ follower. It is is we get the opportunity when the president is, tr- is tweeting stuff that we disagree <laughs> with, when uh, people are elected that we disagree with, yeah. when. Institutions are charging more than we think the bill should be. Yes. When we're being defamed or devalued by marriage partners, where does God put us? He puts us right beside them. And we get to model, because it comes a platform of grace, we get to model this Jesus that you're talking about. In the midst of all of this pain and rejection and the demeaning of trust, we get to model grace, humility, honesty, forgiveness, 
you, you know, Matthew, in, in Matthew 5, when Jesus, uh, the, what we call the Beatitudes, yeah. um, the, the, those couple of phrases there, um, if you, you, um, you know, and people are going to, people are going to think I'm evil, but you could probably take the rest of the scriptures and maybe throw it to the side, focus on those for a number of years and go, okay, if I ever figured this one out, if I ever figure these out and apply these to my life, yeah. then I'll come back and see the rest of it. But those are so powerful and so strong. They are. You know, and these are, these are great principles that he left us. Yes. Uh, and they center so deeply around people. Um, and who they are and that they matter. Behavioral patterns that yeah. Jesus is, is modeling. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Well, I appreciate you spending time with us and talking about this because uh, we've talked about it before in our times together, and yeah. I just wanted our folks to be able to have an opportunity to hear you talk about it. Well, so. I hope I reset everything back the way you told me all these years. <laughs> I, hope that, I hope it's a, a good mirror, you know, because... <laughs> I'm not smart enough to come up with this on my own. Okay, whatever. <laughs> hey, if anybody wants to get in touch with you and talk to you about this, how do they? How can they do that? I'm I'm on. Uh, got social media stuff like the Twitters and the Instagrams. I get emails, the phone. I don't care. That okay, kind of would stuff. you give it to them? The uh, email, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's my name, Randy R A N D Y, Honeycutt H O N E Y C U T T at M A C dot com. Okay. Randy Honeycutt at Mac.com. That's great. Yeah. Will you pray for us, brother? Love to. Okay. Love to. Jesus, uh, thanks so much um, for these incredible examples that you've just left with us. Um, um, you modeled an, uh, just an unreal way to live uh, for so many of us. And, 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 it's, and it is so tempting and so alluring to deviate from some of these things that you've given us and say, I am just upset and I'm mad and frustrated. And you want to go down that path. Um, Help me, help each one of the people that are listening um, to just wake up tomorrow with a little bit less bitterness, less hatred, less cynicism, um, and a little bit more love and a little bit more solidarity for those uh, that are going through pain. Uh, thank you that uh, we get to hang out and talk about these things. Thank you for my buddy Ike, um, and uh, who has stood with me in love and solidarity in so many things. Uh, it's just so cool. Thank you for uh, the words you've given us. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, buddy, for the gift. Appreciate it.